Welcome back to a mega, mega month of Formula One. We've got Baku, Canada and Silverstone all back to back this month. We're back, baby. Jeez, feels good to be back. It's been a little while. Weekend I know, it has. Yeah, back to back weekends. We've had a few sort of months now where we've had a lot of off weeks. It's been so broken. It's good mm. to be back for the triple headers. Yeah, and Baku coming in. Arguably Mate. the best race of the, the calendar. So I love it. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's, it's somewhat underrated, actually. It's, it hasn't been on the calendar for many years. It's been in since 2016. Yeah. But since its inception, it has been It's cracker. just been good every year. Yeah. Brilliant. There's always drama. There's always action. Yeah. And it's exciting to There's the always end. drama. That's, yeah. That's almost <laughs> a definite with Baku. Drama. 100%. Hopefully more of the same this weekend. And uh, look, it's one of those races that is in our favour. Here in the east, um, it's oh, at yeah. nine pm. Yeah, much earlier. Into yeah, a long thank, weekend as well. God. I know. Yeah. What is it? The Queen's birthday or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I full forgot we're going into the long weekend. This weekend's like tying a team up to be it's good. It's time hey. to party. We're yeah. on. And speaking of, what's uh, what's everyone's plans this Sunday? Because surely one, we're not falling asleep during the race like you do usually. Wait, Monaco. <laughs> especially with the delays, I was like dead to the world by halfway through. But to this one. It's the perfect weekend. It's like one of the only weekends in the whole season where you can actually send it. Yeah, Sunday off, the Monday off, it's an early race. Oh, actually, yeah, I might make something of it. I usually do like to go to the cast just because it's good to be there. Yeah, good. We usually try and tee that up. Yeah, but we could do that and then trot off after as well. That's it. Especially if my winner, if I pick my winner, (laughs) could be a good night. Yeah, not that many of us have been not that we have recently. Not that we have. Honestly, the predictions have been shocking lately. Yeah, every weekend, Ale wants to back a. Double Ferrari podium, you don't because you like, do it you think it's bad luck. And they usually go and win it, and then yeah. they go and do well. And then other way around, usually. Yeah, no more, no more, no more Ferrari one twos for me. Yeah. Well, well, we're looking forward to your prediction at the end of this episode. What Should are you thinking for Sunday's race? Well, how are you going to watch it? You reckon we tee it up? I reckon we all get together. And well, watch me it and somewhere. my mates are thinking of you know it's getting cold, mm. and yeah. uh, we're thinking again like the fire, fire out, you know. Oh yeah, firing a few beers, you make know? a night of it, make a night it. of it. Yeah. And then maybe even head out after. Yeah, because you can still head out after. But like, we're finishing up early. Exactly. That'll be good. Sounds good. Come in. Yeah. Look, before we get into Baku in depth, um, let's sort of have a chat about what's been happening in the last couple of weeks. We had Monaco, um, which was quite interesting. But before we get into that, um, I just want to bring up something that came up during the week. Someone on Reddit posted a picture. They were walking through Prague. And they found a Puma store and out the front, plastered all over the front windscreen, was a ad for Lewis Hamilton. And right down the bottom, right, it had fine print. And it basically said, Lewis Hamilton, eight-time world championship. (laughs) Sorry, eight-time world champion. What's going on there? I think they're just a bit premature. Not necessarily that it won't come to be. I think that he will get there. But obviously, they've gone and counted counted one too many. Jesus Christ. But he's won. Look... I excuse it because he's won that many. It's hard. You lose track by the end of it. Like the amount of times I've said eight went seven. <laughs> oh, come off it. Debatably. It's just another one for him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what's funny is Puma are a sponsor not only of Mercedes, but Red of Red Bull, Bull as well. Of yeah. Red Bull as well. So that's pretty ballsy of them. They're putting their um, sponsorship oh, on I the don't line think, there with Red Bull. I don't think they would have done it on purpose. It was definitely like a PR error or a marketing Who, How era. can you get that wrong, I really? It, all Ferrari the taxes too. are Google search. I think they they're, they're sponsoring too. Yeah, Ferrari yeah. as well. Yeah, all the big dogs. They've got a monopoly on the market. And they still got it wrong. They do. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of Puma myself. No, I don't no, like their shoes. Lie. They're not comfortable at all. Wait, are you talking about normal shoes or are you talking about the racing shoes? Puma shoes. Because like the racing ones, they use that other. Isn't another brand for the drivers yeah. in the car? No, I'm not too Pumas. sure. It is. Are they all yeah, Pumas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. But yeah, 
Well, they can sponsor all of them, buddy. And, and <laughs> in five years' time, they can put that ad up again and it'll be right because he would have had his age. Oh, here we go. But look, social media went crazy about this World Driver Championship thing with Lewis. Mm. And people were saying, wouldn't it be cool if every major brand truly acknowledged a champion when he or she is undone? Like, mm. imagine that, right? Well, does it's, that it mean, happens in sport a lot. Does that mean they'd take one off Lewis and give it to Felipe Massa instead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you're, if you're playing the game like that, you may as well. 2008 world champion Felipe Massa. Yeah, didn't we're he lose to Lewis by one point? On the last lap. Um, yeah, Timo Glock. Never forget. Oh. If I ever see him in public, yeah. He's getting a clocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, Monaco. All right. It was spicy. We're all expecting a boring race. We all thought we were super smart in our predictions. Everything, again, went out the window completely. Yeah. It was raining. For the neutral, for a neutral Formula One fan, that was a brilliant race. I thought it was actually a good Monaco Besides weekend. the delay. Besides the delay, because that really that was threw shocking. me off. Yeah. But um, yeah. Basically, if you weren't a Ferrari fan, you had a good, you had a great time. Yeah, it was a tough night for you, oh, mate. Again, again, another weekend. Yeah, far in the dumps. What is going on, Arlo? What do you reckon? What's the engineers? They made a shocking decision. Yeah, what is yeah. going like, on over look, there? Calling him in, and then two seconds later, going no, stay out oh, while he's in the pits. <sighs> like, what is going terrible. on? I reckon you could probably be a better race engineer than most of the guys sitting on the pit wall. Oh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh. <laughs> 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 when he went in the first time I'm like why why like if Carlos has had the courage to speak up and say no keep me out wouldn't you check in with the other driver and say hey Carlos is doing this what are your thoughts mm. instead of just calling him in yeah and it paid off for Carlos because he, he, he you know well, he finished the in the thing. position he, he started he, yeah. he wouldn't yeah. I don't think he would have got on the podium unless he basically told his no. engineers to piss off yeah Right. Wait, who are we talking about here? Science. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They were telling Science to come, to come in, in earlier, and he yeah. was like, no, 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 I'm staying out. Like, shut yeah. up. I'm doing what yeah. I want to do. He saved himself a pit stop. And it's just, I don't know, it just seems like a recurring theme to me that I just get the impression every time the Ferrari engineers get on the radio, one, <laughs> they just sound hilarious. They like, sound clueless. They sound clueless. The clowns, yeah. Eh? Oh, yeah, with the clown <laughs> heads on. Like, it, up. it just seems like they have no idea what they're doing. Look, in order to be a world champion and to have a, a world championship winning team, you need a great driver, you need a great car, and you need a great strategy. And like for the majority of the season, Ferrari have only had two of those three things each weekend. Yeah, it's never all In terms of the driver, he's been faultless the last three races. He's finished on pole the last three races, but he's only gotten one podium out of it. Mm. The car had let, them, let him down once in Spain when it broke down from the lead. And the other two times, it's just been poor strategy. Yeah, but mm. signs was in a similar position and then puts his foot down and goes, I'm not coming in and reaps the rewards. Yeah. And the team respected him for that. They said, all right, like stay out. If you feel you are correct, stay out. Yeah. Charles didn't beep a question, does what he, whatever he's told and goes in. Like if he's such an elite driver, mm. he should have probably... I, I know it's hard and it's no. all like split second decisions, but have the conversation, ask the questions, you know it's, what I mean? It's different when he's in the lead compared to if he's got someone in front I of him as well. I agree completely, yeah. Yeah, okay, fair. He's got somewhere to You've gauge, got more but if he's, if he's well. ahead, yeah. he's kind of got to, Listen know, to make what they that say, choice, yeah. Yeah. And you would hope, right, like they say this, the Sky Sports guys say this all the time, like as a driver, right, you're so focused on, especially on a street circuit like Monaco, just focused on keeping the car on the track, not mm. binning it. Yeah. And then you got the rain. You have no idea who, like, what the positions are in the race, like what's going on with strategy, especially when it's raining. Like you expect 
a team of what at least ten engineers, whatever they have. Yeah, looking at all the people. They got the data in front of them. They have the data in They surely got it it sorted, right? And it just blows me away that they they don't. But I guess in the same sense, it's sort of why F1 is so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many variables. There's so many variables, right? Like you said, Leclerc just seemed to have this whole championship in the bag. And mm. now it looks like he's thrown it away, not because of him, but, yeah, but it, yeah, his it's team's fault. Doesn't it's ever him, seem yeah. to be because of him. And I back it. It's like he's really been unlucky. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Signs, like this isn't the first time Signs has like intervened and said like he disagrees with team strategy. Yeah, he's and he's, they've respected his decision. Whereas mm. I feel with Charles, you don't. I mean, you don't hear the whole back and forth from him. Yeah. But from what's been shown, you don't ever get that from Charles. Did you hear the um, the unfiltered? radio conversation after they told him to pit and then yeah. go back out yeah. he was blowing i just up. heard the. Man, i tell the you what he was blowing up yeah, i would, he have, would be. have been a fly on the wall in that like back room in the red, the just red, the red flag what's going on oh, even, the, even at the red flag oh. yeah mate i reckon a few punches were swing uh for thrown like that he, was well i mean he was furious yeah. it was bad <laughs> you'd want to kill him like <laughs> yeah. are you serious i mean like meet me in the car park yeah. after this especially on a track like that where it's like if you're out in front, you're not going to get overtaken unless it's in a pit stop. Mm. And yeah. they just butchered it. The one it. way to <laughs> lose it. The easiest uh, race to win from pole, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's rewind just slightly back to before the race started. Because I want to talk about the rain delays because everyone was blown up. I myself was staying well, up. It wasn't actually rain delays. After yeah. they were saying it had some technical issues or lighting. Or yeah, so initially I was blowing up as well. I think we were chatting while while this delay was on. And yeah. We were like, why don't already they just start it? On yeah. our end, it's getting like two Surely it was, yeah. it was rain delays or was it a mix between that and something else? So initially the rain caused the delay, but as a result of that rain, there was a technical issue with the, with the starting lights on the grid. Um... So How hard is that to get wrong? Yeah, I don't, like I don't just know. like Max's know, DRS like thing. So opening, like, like, yeah. <laughs> the light that turns on and off, like, come on, mate, is so it really that hard? Like fundamentals. While they were figuring out a workaround for that, or figuring out how to get them back on, they just blatantly just delayed the race until they could figure that out. Then once the race started and they came back in, they weren't sure if the lights were going to work again for another standing start. So that's why, so that's why they gave them a rolling start. Rolling start because okay. when they were doing a rolling start, I'm like, what the hell's going yeah, on why? here? Right, like, okay. Well, yeah, it would have been good to know that. Yeah, why did they, yeah. there why was did they no hold out on communication that yeah. at all between the FIA and us about that? Yeah, that, like that's something I had to look into after the race to find out what had happened rather than being told via the commentary. I mean, even or the commentary was saying that it was the yeah. rain, like they Well, they didn't know, but they were expecting it to be rain delays. And this is a thing, like, especially now that where F1's growing as a spectacle, a lot more people are tuning in, yeah. right? You want to, just like anything these days, you need to grab people's attention quickly. You can't. Delay a race for an hour and not telling anyone why. What? Yeah. Right? Even the F1 commentators are going, what is going on? Like, it just puts F1 in a bad light. Yeah, because without knowing that they had, you know, issues behind the scenes, we're all thinking, well, what's the point of having wet tires if they're not going to race in the exactly. wet? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, everyone was <laughs> They're called extreme wets too, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, come on. And the FIA president, Ben Sully Sulayim, is under pressure, obviously. And he came out to basically say that, you know, he was basically responding to just cop and flack for all of that. Yeah. And he was saying that you can't just go and oh, the Amazon. get a <laughs> get a new race director off Amazon <laughs> off or Amazon. something. They have to be trained and you have to like they have to come up through yeah. the system kind of thing. Yeah. Bit of tongue and cheek from him. Yeah. I, I, I found it pretty yeah. like I was like, ah, good on ya. But 
Yeah, they do need to sort this shit out. Like in hindsight, it it sounds like they made the right call on the day, but it just would have been nice to know the reason behind their call. Yeah, but what I don't understand the holdout on the reasoning. Like, yeah, just let us why know. Why can't you say <laughs> we got a lights issue? Yeah, we're sorting it out. We're back when we can. You know, another mm. funny thing I saw, which I don't know if you guys saw too. When, um, because you know how the race was shortened, because this uh, is another yeah. thing actually, yeah, time, yeah. this is another thing I had an issue with, right? The whole like, when does the race technically start? Like the two hour clock that turns yeah, down, yeah, that's right? such a great area. They started yeah. it before they actually left out on their first lap, yeah, after the race, yeah, it already started. Why, like, no know. one had started racing, and it meant that the race was cut short, cool, whatever, but like, who knows what could have happened if we had those extra 20 laps, exactly, or whatever, you know, exactly. It's, yeah, I understand the whole. There, there's a limit to two hours of racing from start to finish, but like, I don't know why they started it before they started racing. That yeah, shouldn't that's, the time that's gone over my head. That race starts, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And for me, I think where some of the issues lie is the fact that now this year, instead of having Michael Massey just one person as a race director, they've now they've got, got two, two right? Yeah. And they're sharing the role, so it means that basically the aim of it from the FIA's point of view, is to decrease the pressure on the demands of global travel. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? In yeah. my perspective, grow up. It's just a plane. You have a bit of jet lag, whatever. But if you've yeah, got one, if you got one mm. guy race directing one race and then another guy doing another, surely there's differences in the way yeah. they yeah. see yeah. things, right? Their approach create, to yeah. races, their like, standards, their kind of characteristics that they push, like, take into the role. It can create more inconsistencies in the decisions made from yeah. one race to another. We're like... You could see the same incident on two tracks, but because you've got two uh, race directors... And drivers 100% yeah, would have favourites, eh? After yeah. a while, they'd start to f- feel like, oh, there sucks. I don't want him yeah, like, yeah. taking care of it. Maddie's a, Maddie's yeah. a legend. Let's <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a governing body, man, like the one main thing you want to do is have consistency yeah. and make it clear to everyone racing, this is what you can and can't do. And so yeah. as soon as you start putting grey areas in there, oh, hmm. this race you can do this, other race you can, you can't do that. Like that's when that's teams get confused, drivers yeah. get confused, all this drama Disputes starts happening. happen, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's silly. Yeah, I look. I'm just calling out. I really don't think where this is the end of the FIA drama. <laughs> I think it's gonna continue on and get out more and heated throughout out. the season. Um, I don't think there'll be anything as controversial as last year, but no, yeah, but we'll uh, see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Don't jinx it. Yeah. And obviously Perez, massive win for him and Monaco. Yeah, good on him. Massive win, massive, massive weekend. Win. Big Perez fan. Yeah, big, so am I. I'm a massive Perez fan. I think the whole world is now, it seems like. He's a bit of a bandwagon sort of... Well, I've rated him. I've, always, I've rated him since he was like, at, like showing himself at Force India and he was getting results then. I mean, they had that duplicate Mercedes car, yeah, but he was still they, racing really well. He was good, yeah. And now he's proven that he can be a great second driver. And now he's even he's starting to test the yeah. waters. Hats he's off. Dip, he's yeah. dipping his toes in. Hats he's off to he's him. in the mix. Yeah. So you're a big Perez fan, mate. You're your rival team. It's yeah, a as, a, as a driver, I don't mind him. I feel like he's he's a, he's similar to Bottas in a sense where yeah. no one really wants to see him do bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's one of those guys where he's got a, a likable personality yeah. he's, he's got a, a big he's a, smile yeah. he's humble he's a yeah. clean driver but he drives well he races well and he's not like he seems like have, a yeah. genuine bloke he drives clean but he parties hard yeah, I was yeah. Just saying, <laughs> seems like a genuine bloke but he can't get oh, naughty mate. you guys all saw the videos <laughs> right mate so yeah we're, he went his party if you haven't seen you gotta go look it up there's this video of 
initially, right, when I saw it, it was like daylight coming off a yacht and there's this guy that sort of looks like Perez and I quickly realised that it was him but he had his hair all frizzed out. Like it looked like he'd been on a jumping castle or something. And he was literally had one person either side helping him down the stairs, <laughs> right? It he just proves that he's one Megan of us. Like, he's just he's one yeah. of the boys. Has a crack. Yeah, good he's, on him. He's done exactly what any of us would do yeah. if we ever won a race yeah. <laughs> and just gone hard. I reckon there must have been a few nose beers. Well, that's what he. I reckon he got up to no good because then, like, so you can start to kind of work out how his night went because then when there was the yeah, other photos other footage, and the yeah, footage yeah. of him in, I think it was a nightclub. But he's with that. So did this come out? Because like, I didn't know about this. So is this come out recently? Because I didn't hear yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I only saw it, I think, yesterday. And he's there's a photo that he's with a blonde and he's got his arms around her and they would have been dancing. Right. Very suspicious. Unidentified woman. Yeah, considering yeah, yeah. he's married, married with and kids. got kids, right? Literally just had a new kid. But yeah. it could be a friend, who knows. But yeah, then there's another apology. one yeah. where oh, there's it's video one. and he's like up in her ear talking. He's probably just, you know, explaining how the race went and stuff. But yeah. he's, try, he's trying to explain the overcut in there. <laughs> you know, he's trying to tell her how it all works and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. I'm all for it, man. It's Monaco. Look, you got to party hard. Let the right. kids play, I say. Advantage. Um, advantage. <laughs> he did come out and apologize. <laughs> yeah, he made, so, a, he made an apology. So he probably did matters, do something yeah. wrong. But he said sorry. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Ah, but he had a crack. I like to see it. Yeah, good yeah. on him. And uh, look, it was. it's good to see the Red Bulls do well. Well, the second driver Red Bulls do well. It's good to see that, um, you know, Perez did exactly what Danny yeah. Ricciardo did a few years ago. Yeah. But for Danny Rick, his luck, again, hasn't been as good. Terrible. Four races out of point and uh, and a crash on Friday as well, which, to be fair, wasn't his fault. It's yeah. just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's, it's not looking good. It's Doom not and looking gloom good. It's not. It's really what's that? What's that? Oh, there's a tick that where he's like, it's not looking good, bro. It's <laughs> not looking good. That's Danny Rick, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know, each week, like, there's rumours and there was Zach Brown that came out a couple of weeks ago saying, yeah. like, yeah, obviously we're not happy. And then each week I come and I'm there optimistic thinking, this week he's turning it around. <laughs> he's turning it around, he's turning it around, but he's not. But he's just not. Yeah. yeah he really isn't. I don't know. Your McLaren merch is getting slowly and slowly closer to the B&E each yeah. week. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's already gone. Yeah, it's cool. He's oh, written Lando man. on the back. Unless he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he wins and I'll, I'll take the Lando sticker off and I'll, I'll put it back on. Yeah. Yeah, poor Danny. I think we um look, we gave him a bit of heat the other week. Like I called him trash. Yeah, well, I think I <laughs> even I started feeding him. <laughs> which is a bit it's a bit rough. Like on social media we weren't we didn't we um, weren't kind. people weren't happy with yeah. us yeah. that we were calling him trash. Yeah, we copped a bit of slack for but that. But I feel mm. like people obviously Australians were biased and we love Danny Rick. He's a great character, but at some point you've got to be realistic and realise that yeah, I think, you know, his yeah. time is up. And on current that's, results, that's okay. there's no know. other, yeah, there's no other way you can look at it than he's just at the moment not good enough. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think he's out. Like I think the contract he's got another year on it. If he, like, if they're not going to get him out in t- in terms like there isn't some mm. clause in the contract where they can boot him out, well, and he's staying in, then I reckon he'll some like at one point he will turn it around. I apparently, this clause that everyone's talking about in the Zach Brown was talking about in his contract that was going to allow McLaren to release him early. Apparently, it's the other way around. Yeah, it's, it's on it's, his side. It's something that he can do. Oh, it's a driver option. Yeah. Driver option. Mm, so he's got the option for the final year. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe he might get offers because we should talk about sort of what we think the grid will start to look like next year because there are a lot of contracts. So many heaps. so many contracts coming to an end at this year. End of this year. Yeah. I'll go through some of them and keen to get 
you guys sort of like a, a root or boot situation? Would you <laughs> keep him? Would you boot him? Alfa Romeo, Guan Yu Zhou, he's, he's coming to an end. Keep him? I'd keep him. I'd keep him. Yeah, I'd keep him. Yeah. yeah. I think they've given him a one-year rookie deal. Just test the water, see how you go. And I feel like he's done all right. Yeah, he, he has. has. Yeah. He has done all right. He keeps, he keeps it out of trouble. Radar. Doesn't really get into crashes. Finishes races. He scored a point. Yeah. 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 And that's honestly all you should expect from a driver in their first year. Yeah. He's been consistent. And like as a driver, like, like, yeah, that, sh- that should mm. be... Yeah. Or Mazepin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he's done well. I'd keep him. Yeah, I agree. Three keeps on that one. Alpha Tauri, both seats are up for grabs. Gasly and Yuki. Keep Yuki for sure. Yeah. He's outperforming Gasly. And it's honestly, what, second keep Yuki year? and Gasly. Yeah, yeah I'd keep both. I'd keep both. Yeah. You'd keep Gasly? Yeah. I'd keep Gasly. He's he's the best in that, that Alpha Tauri. Like, not yeah. this year. Not this year, <laughs> but the car isn't as good. No, nah, but uh, yeah, I think he's he's the I think they're a perfect matching or pairing for the Alpha Terry. So I think for them to look elsewhere it would be silly. I think keeping them both would be good for them. Their romance off track as well is unbelievable. Yeah, like their their social media presence, they're always doing like videos together, they're funny and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't like mind them. potentially swapping Gasly and Danny Rick. Okay. Yeah. But in Danny nah. Rick would Danny Rick swallow that? Oh, that would be a tough pill to swallow. Going to the B Red Bull. B Red Bull. Yeah. Looking at Max's going back to going, it. Going, oh, that that was me. He's he'd be the out and out number one driver though. Yeah, well, that's what he's meant to and be. And he's, he's going. He's exactly. Going, that's yeah. what he's meant yeah. to be. McLaren. Yeah. McLaren. Nah. McLaren, well, no, he, that's what yeah. he went there as. He was. Yeah, and it's only been the biggest salary. It's Lando, only been the Lando's that he's like. Not. McLaren's pet. It's the only car he's ever no, known. No, but when he came to McLaren, he was on a yeah. way bigger salary. He, he yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was more than double the amount of sal- uh, salaries that Lando had last year. Mm. Yeah, he went there as the number one driver and he still would technically still be. So, going one to a lower ranked team because AlphaTauri should be that it's even if they're be, doing yeah. better now or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't necessarily think he would want it for, and for Pierre... I think it'd be an interesting spot. He hasn't really earned to go up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If he kept like he was last year, it may be, but yeah, I don't know. That's he's a had his one. chance with the big teams. See where we are. Yeah. He's still young. He, he's got years to come. Maybe he can prove himself. But Aston Martin, this is an interesting one. Vettel, Stroll, again, both up for grabs. Mm. My personal opinion, do the double boot. Stroll and his dad. Well, I think, yeah, they got to go. I think uh, Lance Stroll keeping his seat depends on... Lawrence Stroll <laughs> keeping his investment in the team. Yeah. If, yeah, that's if Daddy Stroll pulls the pin, see he's you later, gone. Lance. He's gone. But who knows what that could mean for Aston Martin as a team in itself. Yeah. Um, Seb, I think he's on his way out. I think it's time to go. You reckon, you reckon he's done? Yeah. No, I don't reckon. Yeah. Yeah, he's he needs to go do something in climate change. He's He cares too he much about it. Right off into the wind on his scooter. I feel no, like he's found a new passion, a new, a new calling yeah, in, in like social activism rather than It competing. actually almost feels like that's what he's used this season as, is like to bring up his... What For he wants to do after to F1, like that. a platform to yeah, talk absolutely. about. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's making all those change. causes, he's, you know, he's become a lot more vocal, not only for global causes but also like driver causes like yeah. even like the underwear thing like yeah that's something you'd never see he's coming past. More, yeah. becoming yeah. more like holding his ground standoffish so you're saying like he could be doing that as he's like on his way out he's just yeah stamping his foot down he's just he's run out of fucks to give he's just like you know what <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do sack me i'm on my way at anyway i'm gonna leave anyway no yeah, I, yeah I, I didn't think of it that way actually i would like to see him another one but stroll yeah, see yeah. i would like yeah. to see vettel again 
He's actually done well at Baku. He got on the podium. Mm. Yeah, so, was, so was Stroll. So was Stroll. In a Williams. Actually, Stroll's first podium was at Baku. Yeah. And then he done the shoey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was when Ricardo won it. Oh, yeah. I get nostalgic thinking of those times. Anyway, before we get to Baku again, I want to talk about the cost cap. It's, you know, we've been talking about this ever since the season started. Yeah. It's getting a bit old. I'm a bit sick of hearing it, to be honest. But yeah. we should talk about it briefly because the top teams just keep on arguing that they're compromised by reducing it so much. Um, and the lower teams are being basically grateful. They're not complaining. They're like, mm. yeah, well, know, don't let them increase the cap. It'll only it does work in the their favour. In my opinion, it's like watching an Eastern Suburbs family fighting over daddy's trust fund. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. But honestly, that actually is what it's like. Because the top teams, they've never had to deal with reduce money and now they yeah. are they're like oh my god i don't and know now it's like, oh this isn't fair daddy yeah. daddy i need more money and then the lower teams are like shut the fuck up like we've had to do much, this the yeah. whole time yeah. and they agree they all agreed on it right yeah at the start of the season well before the start of the season they're all complaining about inflation inflation you know is that what the argument they're, is they're yeah all the, the top teams are basically stuff. saying yeah yeah but mm. inflation was counted in as that was taken into consideration when they when they agreed this. on the figure, yeah. And the figure hasn't even changed much since they discussed it. So I don't know if you can really have that as an argument, to be honest. I feel like the top teams, I don't know, may have misbudgeted or are really close to the line, mm. and then they're one or two errors or big crashes away from being pushed over. Like Ferrari's just openly come out and said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna meet the cap." <laughs> we just we can't there's no way to do yeah, it yeah but you guys do what you just want to get yeah. away with it so it doesn't really matter but even Red Bull like uh, Horner was saying a couple of weeks ago that like if if their trajectory continues as it is because they had all these DNFs at the start they might have to miss the last couple of races of the year oh, it's all games because they just there's, can't afford yeah, it well, yeah. let them miss it bro They're <laughs> one of the top teams what are they going to do just not rock up to like the final two races I know right I bullshit know. yeah yeah it's all games to we'll me see. it's all but games but yeah the only I like I don't know what how they projected these numbers, but I don't know. Just look back at what they agreed upon, what the projections were when they mm. were when they calculated them, and if they're still on that same trajectory, then you can't argue. But like, even even the bottom teams must be feeling the pinch. Like if you look at Haas, they've gotten a written off car every second week. Yeah, look at Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. They're writing off cars and they're trying to bring upgrades. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, and yeah. it's like if they've they only created like once like a prototype of that upgrade. And it's just gone, been written off. They've got to, they've got to recreate it, reship it, yeah. and they still haven't got the data to test if it's worth it or not. Yeah, and that's why I think the top teams should just shut up because obviously <laughs> the lower teams are dealing with it okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm with you here on this one, Dan. Mm. But it could mean towards the end of the season if the top teams are like, you know, out of cash, out of engines, out of everything. We could see some new teams rising towards the end. Yeah, and it could spice it up. Yeah. That's the last thing the big teams want to see, and that's why they're that's why it they're winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, they did talk about potentially just move, removing the freight costs from the the budget cap, which yeah. could be an option. But who knows? Mm. Anyway, another thing on the budget cap that people are talking about is a potential of a driver salary cap. I heard about this right? actually. Yeah, <laughs> and the proposition is to limit driver spending to a total of thirty million dollars per year. For both drivers. <laughs> for the both of them. For both of them. So to put, that, <laughs> to put that in perspective, right? Lewis Max and Lewis and are on 55 each. each. Yeah. Yeah. Without so the second driver. 15 yeah. now. <laughs> so imagine going up to Lewis. He'd retire. And go, mate, sorry, we're going to have to reduce your salary from 55 to 15 this By year. By 40 yeah. million. 
you and then like, it's like oh, what's he uh, <laughs> shut your mouth so I'm quitting what I heard about this was that the cap is being proposed at around 30 million teams can choose to go over that cap but however much they go over goes into their cost cap because at the moment driver salaries oh, aren't included in the cost cap mm. that's good so if you want to keep paying your drivers I 50 like 60 million yeah that's yeah. 30 million out of your cost cap gone so I that, like it. that limits I like your it. development yeah yeah, that's Which good. I don't I like mind. That. That's I think good. that's pretty oh, good. Because yeah, then it's strategic. Like, yeah. drama in the top teams. Lewis would be like, man, just take it out of your, your budget cap. I'm worth it. Yeah, and they're right. they're like, no, shut up, man. Take we it out it. of the second driver. They'd be, I reckon that'd be good. They'd take be, it out of the second driver. No, but I'm saying like that could be another argument as well. Like, yeah. If I'm Lewis, I mean, he probably doesn't have a leg to stand on because George <laughs> is doing better. But I'm, for example, first driver would be like, say I was a first driver, I'd be like, mate, take it out of there. Yeah, but exactly right. Out of there, my, so, you know, throw it to me. My personal opinion is I don't think it should be a thing at all. Really? I think it takes nah. away from the the sport in general in the sense that you like young drivers would look up to Lewis and Max and see how much you, they can earn when they're that good. At a top team. Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're talking about $55 million. Yeah. We're not like... Yeah. If you're bringing it down to $15 million, like that is still a substantial amount of money. Yeah, but that's a huge drop. But what's the point if you're... <laughs> Dude, $15 million is still a stupid amount of money. But put it this way. If you're in the midfield and you're er- or you're earning $15 million a year and mm. then Lewis is winning races and earning $15 million, what's the point of you trying to put in effort and do all these media appearances, you know, yeah. work hard at getting to these top teams if you're going to get paid the same? Yeah, but that's not to say you can't get paid extra... It just gives, but you it, wouldn't. There's no way the teams are going to take 100%, more money. I reckon out of their teams cap. would play around with it. Well, then how else would you like attract the top talent? Like that would be the way. You'd have to be willing to go into other parts of your your cap or your budget to pay your driver. Like that's how they would attract them. Because for example, if they're all paying 15, one year Red Bull comes out and goes, you know what, we're going to go into our budget and offer you 25. They get the best driver. Yeah, but that comes at the These cost of developing the car. And yeah. that could mean you go from driving a top car to driving an average car. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon it makes it more entertaining one. And honestly, they're playing around with massive figures. Like It's yeah. not like they're playing around with 15000 Like It's $15 million. It's I feel still like a lot. In you theory, can live off that, mate. In theory, it could even out the playing field a bit more. But at the same time, F1's always been a, a sport that's like the pinnacle of development, the pinnacle of progression. And putting a cap on something like that could restrict that. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like yeah. it could yeah, be... And, uh, yeah. Is it the pinnacle I'd, of development? I would like, like you. F2 drivers can't even go back into the F2 after they've won the championship. <laughs> it's not really the pinnacle of development. I'd like you to hear what Alonso said about this because I, I find it quite interesting. He's, he's a bit like Vettel. He's got that, uh, that old wisdom on him, right? On mm. his back. And he said, they're asking more and more of us than they are benefiting from that. Uh, sorry, they're asking more and more from us and they're all benefiting from it, being F1. Yep. So we should be outside from the cap. It's very complicated. And I think that's a fair argument. 100%. They are asking the drivers to do more and more. You think about how much they do. Like, I think it is a lot of money, but it's F1. Let them have the money. They deserve mm. it if they're in that spot. Imagine going into work tomorrow and your boss says, hey, Matty, um, if you want to keep working, you're going to have to cut your salary by, by two-thirds. Yeah. No, look, and I agree that they are, like, I back it. They are doing more and more. And now when I think about it, like, mm. they want to introduce more races as well. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they can't make it a bigger salary cap. Like, they can make the salary cap bigger, but I still think having a cap will make it interesting for competition. Right. Do you get what I mean? Like, what's to say that in, in they make it 25 or 30 or whatever it is, but yeah. I still think having one would make it interesting. Yeah, look, I, I disagree. I don't think we'll know until we see it, but I think you can just leave it with a team cap 
let yeah. the drivers pay them what they want. That's my opinion. Anyway, we'll leave it on that. Mm. Tell us your opinion, guys. We'd love to hear it. Uh, let's talk about, just quickly, Vettel again in Australia. Big he Seb. was talking about Las Vegas when the news came out and he said he was highlighted at an Aston Martin fan forum at the GP on the mic to everyone. He said he would prefer to race in Bathurst than at Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he say that? Like, How did that come up? That track looks terrible. Well, the, the Las Vegas news just came out, so that everyone was talking about it. And he was just oh, typical joke, Vettel. Jokingly right? said, and yeah. listen to what he said. He, this is so classic Vettel. He goes, "I didn't really like it. I think it's too busy and people misbehave." Talking about Las Vegas, nothing <laughs> against misbehaving, but it's just when you go too far. Vegas seems to be a hotspot for people who just go too far when it's not funny anymore. Fed. I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah, good statement. I mean, it is known Vegas is Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's worried like bring him the to drivers Bathurst. are going to OD on drugs or bring something. Him. <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, Checo wouldn't be far off the way he parties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bring him to Bathurst. Bring him to V8 Supercars. It'll be good for it. Bathurst currently, yeah, hosts the V8 Supercars, Bathurst 1000. Yeah. It's I don't hours, know if you guys have been there, but it's a s- seriously narrow track. Like... There is no way. No room for error. You like one. You just wouldn't be able to fit. In oh, it's so sketchy as well. All those blind corners at front blind of the top. Blind corners. Yeah. yeah, they would need to do a complete overhaul on it. So it'd be at least I reckon five years before we'd see yeah. that. Oh, well, safe to say I can't see an F1 race happening at Bathurst anytime soon. I can't either. No. But it's not exactly it. a destination. No, in Australia. Yeah, it doesn't to be scream fair. bring F1. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a sick place. Like the the panorama circuit being on the hill, it's awesome. But yeah, I think you'd be better off doing it in like Sydney or something. Yeah, personally yeah, I'd have to agree <laughs> pretty biased we're doing this potty from Sydney <laughs> but whatever <laughs> anyway Baku Azerbaijan this weekend yeah massive yeah. we yeah. all love Baku it's an epic race right it's another street circuit um, like we said before it's only we've only been racing here since 2016 but every yeah. single race there has been just an unfathomable amount of drama there's been a different winner every year as well no yeah. one's won it twice and none of the current heavy hitters, Leclerc or Max, have ever won there either. They've so not even been oh, on the neither, podium. Yeah. Never been even on the podium. It's neither Max go. nor Charles have been on the podium in Baku. Yeah. So yeah, Baku's good weekend. I asked you guys before we came on today, I wanted to do best Baku moments in the last, you know, six, seven years. What is your best Baku moment? So mine would be, and there's so many, because then when I started thinking about them, I started like, the list just grew. Yeah. But my favourite, obviously, would have to be Danny Rick podium, well, first place, and the triple overtake. Yeah, that overtake into the first corner was hot. Yeah, yeah. and then goes on to win it. So Massive. Naturally, that was my favourite. And then least favourite would be the following year where he goes up. Yeah. Well, that was going to be that was gonna be my best. That was your best? Okay. <laughs> what? Best? <laughs> the two Red Bull drivers, yeah. Red Bull's my team, yes. <laughs> Danny Rick's my boy, yes. But... Besides from that, the whole drama, that whole race between Danny Rick and the Verstappen was yeah. epic. On the whole off, race, yeah. even that they whole season, wheel to wheel, yeah. that whole season, it was just that was so good to see. Like they were both aggressive. Well, they had Elbows touched like out. three times yeah. before. Yeah, man. Like Verstappen into turn one before they they went up the back of each other, came round. Verstappen literally went slammed straight in, like shut the door on Danny Rick, like yeah. rammed into his tire. It was getting heated. And the best part about it was 
Red Bull let them race. Yeah. They yeah. weren't being like, you know, stop, yeah. stop well, I racing. I bet they regretted like, that after they crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I doubt we'll see that again. <laughs> they didn't and roll over like this year. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Alain? What's your, what's your best? Oh, man, there are so many. Uh, personal favorite of mine, I think it's one of the best bits of radio we've ever heard in F1, and that would be Kimmy just blasting the, the Ferrari pit crew for his gloves and his steering wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gloves. Gloves. wheel. So iconic. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like that's one of the best radio moments of any track in any year. Anywhere. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's had so many. Kimmy well. he, he, himself has had just so him many. in but general yeah. would have so many. In top I think end. out of all his radio calls, that was, yeah. That's one of them for sure. Yeah, for sure. And just going back to my thing with Danny Rick and um, Verstappen with Red Bull, do we think after what happened in 2018, was it 2018? I think. Yeah, 2018 was the crash. Would Red Bull Pitwall and Christian Horner let now Perez is in the title fight, Mm. potentially, and he's got similar race pace to Verstappen, would they let the same thing happen again? Interesting you say that because Christian Horner's come out and said, in the last couple of days, um, he was making a public reaction to, to what Max's dad, Yoss, His said. old man was going off. So, Max's dad, Yoss, ex-F1 driver, um, was bl- like blasting the Red Bull team for, for the treatment the that they gave his son because he should be the number one driver because he's the, f- the defending champ. What a Monaco. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying yeah, yeah. That, get off. It, like kind of right. saying that Checker should have got race orders and they should have yeah, focused on Max. they should have let him roll over again. Yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, Christian Horner's come out and said, well, this isn't um, Max Verstappen racing team, but it's also not Sergio Perez racing team. It's a Red Bull racing team. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, Yeah, It's interesting that he said that because it'd be really nice to see what happens now if they're in a position where they're one and two and they're fighting for it. Mm. Is he going to get the team orders and, I don't know, kind of go against what he said or is he actually going to let them race? Yeah. It's amazing how storylines change so quickly. Like I remember just a few weeks ago after Barcelona yeah, and we were talking about the team orders and how Perez <laughs> wasn't happy and we were debating whether Perez would even win a race this year. And then he wins the next one. He, <laughs> he won the next the race. Next one, right. And now he's in the title fight. It's, it's so good to see. Well, see, that's, that's the thing. If I love they, F1. If they didn't um, firstly hold him back stitch him up in Spain yeah. and then tell him to, to let Max pass there'd be one point in the title hunt right now wow yeah that's crazy yeah I don't know the only thing is that worries me now is that the pressure from Max's old man yeah I feel like Red Bull were saying like they'll let it they'll let both drivers go for it and but I do think they would give like if it comes to it they they'll will, still give they preference. will align with Max yeah mm. But oh man, I'm, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping it. Let's I'm hoping I hope there's a bit of spice. Yeah. 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 As a Ferrari fan, I hope there's a heaps of spice you're in like, Red Bull. <laughs> you'll want a repeat of twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. For a couple races, that'd be nice. Look, and to wrap up Baku preview, hmm. we need to get our predictions. Oh shit. Okay. Back uh, Baku's always good for a a surprise entrant onto the podium. Yes, we've had is. Gasly on the podium there. We've had Stroll. Uh, Stroll when he was in a Williams. Checo. Yeah, Perez when he was in a Force India. So just hold that because this is actually one of our fan questions. So I'm going to slot this in before you give your okay, yeah, your cool. your sort of prediction. Danielle Clara on in, on Instagram said, "Who's an outside shot of a surprise podium in Baku?" So give me one outside shot and yep. then give me your prediction. Um, Ocon is my okay. outside shot. I reckon. Lame. He's not. He's not in your your big three. 
F1 teams. Yeah. He's not even in your... Oh, Matthias not even in your him. big four. <laughs> I don't hate him. He's just boring. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go. Fair enough. He's a, he's a race winner. He's he's shown that he has the he ability has, to yeah. win a race in the past. He's And the Alpine has raced pretty solid. He's getting more out of the car than Fernando is currently, you know, given his luck and all that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say he's an outside chance. But I'm still not going to put him in my podium. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, if I had to pick my podium, I will go... Oh, jeez. Let's go... I'm going to go Charles for the win just because I'm, like, willing him to win this one. He needs it. He needs it to stay relevant in the title. Oh, I don't think yeah. he has it in him. Um, I'm going to go Checo second because I reckon he's still riding his high from Monaco. And he's been proven to get the results in Baku before. And for third, I'm going to go George. Okay. okay. George is safe as well. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty smart. He's going to continue his top five finish. Yeah. Yeah. I back him to do that. Yeah. It'd mm. be very, very Russell to get another P3, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just P3s and P5s. That's all he's getting all Absolutely. season. Mr. Consistent. Yeah. I rate it. What do you guys... Who you guys got? Do you want to go first? I'm still pondering. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking, yeah, it's, it's tough because, you know, I want to get one weekend right. I've been going for like... I've been oh, no. going for left field calls, left, right and centre and it's not been working out. But to be fair, like, yeah, Monaco was close. Okay. I'm going to go Max win. I'm going to go double Red Bull podium. Max win, Checo second. Breaking my heart, Dan. Every week you give these these Red Bull one twos. <laughs> and I'm gonna go I'll science. I'm gonna go science third. Oh really? Oh, it just it does pay me to say that because I really don't want Leclerc to bottle this weekend again. Mm, neither. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think. Yeah, I don't think Leclerc. Actually, oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna throw Max out the window. Yeah. Yeah, I can maybe the Perez sort of situations getting getting to him a bit. Maybe he bottles it. The pressure from his old his man. His tie blows up again. I don't know. Oh. Right? Yeah. Perez first. Leclerc second. Science third. That's mine. Decent. So you reckon Ferrari's doing all right? I, yeah. I don't even see him as that Who you got, Matty? Go. <laughs> Checo first. We're going to go back to back. I'm going to go George second. Verstappen third. Okay. Decent. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our predictions for this week. Let's see. Yeah, let's see how <laughs> we'll they go. See I was going to say Danny Rick in there as well, but yeah, uh, he hasn't answered. But yeah, we'll go with that. We'll see how we go. Easy. And just to wrap up the episode, just a couple of fan questions because most of them, there was quite a few others, but we sort of answered them throughout the pod. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to leave us with these two. Giuseppe said, is the GOAT making his return to the podium this weekend? Schumacher doesn't drive anymore. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I know Giuseppe, well, he means Hamilton. Oh, see, I was going to say Danny Rick, or is he... Nah, he's referring to Hamilton. Oh, okay. No. Who did I... Oh, no, nah, I'm not going to chuck him in, but I reckon he's got a top five in him. Lewis? Yeah, I reckon this week he's got a top five in him. Oh, God. I don't see him being up the top You'd three, so, but... He's, top five. he's in the top five for GOAT category, but I wouldn't call him top five this week. Well, he's one of one. Yeah, in that's category. the nicest thing you said about one Lewis of one. Hamilton ever, I think. I'm not going to tell you where he's in the top five, but he's not first. <laughs> he's, he's number fifth, one for sure. second. <laughs> yeah. he, he, I reckon he's in, he's in with a chance to be amongst it. I don't know if he can get on there. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think he's fading away in the midfield somewhere, personally. Last question. Nick Pockledean said, how many more races does Danny Rick have left in him? We sort of already answered this. Another year, at least. <laughs> right. Come on, what do we reckon? Update. Uh, look, I don't think he's going to go anywhere this season. I'll give him to the end of this season. Um, so how, how many, however many races that is, I think 15 or so. Um, 
if he can turn it around, he might have another year in him at a different team. That's probably his max. Yeah. I'm going to leave it as simply as if someone gives him a spot yeah. for another two years, one year, two years, three years, he will be there. If they don't, this could be he's it. gone. Yeah. yeah oh, gone. No, I reckon he sees out the McLaren contract at least. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't be so certain. But I hope so. I hope he's, he stays till the end of next year. But mm. F1's a tough place. And if you're not doing well, they kick you out. We've seen it before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. I I, can't, I actually thought he'd at least see out the contract. I reckon the rumours are rumours. And I reckon he's he'll be there till next year. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys, for another episode of the Lockout Podcast. Thank We're going to be here every week for the rest of June. Pretty much. Beautiful. Yeah. Silverstone, Canada coming up. Going to be a lot to talk about. So stay tuned on all our socials at the Lockout Podcast. And uh, we'll see you all next week. That's it. Thanks Thanks for listening. See you next week.